There are lots of people out there who will tell us that we shouldn't be looking at pornography, but there aren't many people showing us how to finally break free of porn. Without a mentor, without a guide, it's easy to get stuck in hopelessness and shame. The Freedom to Love podcast is here to be your mentor and your guide. We want to provide you with practical strategies and techniques to live free of porn forever. Then you'll be free to experience the love you really desire. Welcome to the Freedom to Love podcast. My name is Jeremy Rohr, and I'm the founder of Freedom to Love. Our mission here is to mentor young men to grow in the virtue of chastity and live lives free of pornography. This is important in the age of the internet and mobile devices because quitting a pornography habit isn't as easy as just making a decision. We need someone to be able to be there to guide us, to mentor us, to answer our questions and help us overcome the challenges in finding freedom from pornography. In today's episode, what I want to do is I want to go through three things with you. The first is I want to review our plan for freedom. The second thing I want to do is I want to explain why the evolution of the brain and the way our brain works makes it difficult for us to just quit a pornography habit. And then I want to start to introduce you to the process of learning to retrain our brain so that we can live lives free of pornography. So let's look first here at what is our four-part process. And I like to think of this four-part framework as the four legs of a stool or a chair. And the more legs you have and the more solidly they are attached to their base, the more stable and sturdy that that stool is going to be. And so it's very important that we get these basics down and it'll be much more easier for us to find freedom from pornography. So let's look at these. First is we want to learn methods to respond to the temptations. We need to understand why am I tempted? Why is it impacting me in such a way? What do I do to respond to that so that I can get out of this habit that I've conditioned my body into? The second part of the framework is we want to grow in emotional maturity and freedom. I think a lot of times we can recognize that when we're bored, lonely, angry, stressed, sad, tired, depressed, that those heavy emotions can make it more difficult to resist temptation. And so we want to look at how do we grow in emotional maturity and how do we find freedom from maybe the negative emotions or negative experiences that weigh us down. The third part of the framework is we want to learn God's plan for sexuality so that we can live it out. It isn't enough just to say, hey, I want to stop doing something. We need to know what we want to replace that vice with and where we're going to look to build virtue of chastity. And then finally, we want to learn to grow in spiritual maturity. Spiritual maturity helps us to become more of the person God created us to be through prayer, the sacraments, the teachings of the church. These are all important as we continue on this journey to freedom and to maturity in Christ. Now, let's transition to looking at why does our brain and body, the way that it's evolved over time, make it more difficult for us to overcome a habit of looking at pornography? And I want to start by saying, you know, a lot of times the first time we see pornography or we engage in some of these sexual habits that we want to avoid maybe masturbation, maybe lusting, looking at women in a certain way, that a lot of times we didn't realize what we were doing 
But regardless, there's habits that get formed in this process, and it impacts our body. It trains our body to react in, in a certain way and to expect certain things. And a lot of this comes because of our brain. Now, our brain is amazing. Okay, stop and think about this. All the cool things that you get to take advantage of today started as an idea in someone's brain. All right, think of the iPhone. Someone had to think that up. Think of the cryptocurrency. Who in the world thought that up? Now, obviously, there's an answer there, but that started as an idea in someone's brain. Social media, another great example of something that somebody had an idea and was able to implement it. So as we go through this, the goal isn't to say that the brain is bad. The goal is to recognize how God designed our brain so that what we can do is become aware of what we want to do to reprogram it, uh, retrain it so that we can have freedom in this area of sexuality. So let's look at the three strengths of the lower brain. Now, I, I talk about the lower brain. This is primarily our limbic system, our spinal column, our nervous system. And our lower brain is really good at three things. Our lower brain is good at conserving energy, avoiding pain, and seeking pleasure. So let's look at these in a little bit more detail. Again, conserving energy. Our brain wants to learn habits so that it can go on autopilot. Think about how much energy it took the first time you drove maybe to school or to a new job or a different location. Okay? Think of how much energy your brain had to put into making sure that you found your turns, that you were in the right lanes, all of the things that you had to do to successfully get to your destination. And now think of how much energy your brain had to put into that process the most recent time that you drove there. Okay. If you're like most people, you have learned a habit, you have learned a pattern that makes it so that you can now talk on the phone or listen to music, sing a song, listen to a podcast, talk with a friend while you are driving. Because your brain has learned a habit, it has the ability to go on autopilot to get you to your desired destination. And it can be very difficult to break out of this habit. I know many times when I, I go to places, for example, maybe I go to church and I'm on my way home and I want to stop someplace along the way. It's very easy because my brain is so in the habit of just going from church to home that for me to stop somewhere else, a lot of times I'll forget and I'll remember it and realize it after I've missed my turn. This is an example of how our brain is designed to create habits so that we can go on autopilot and conserve energy. The second strength of the lower brain is it helps us to avoid pain. And I think about this as I grew up in central Minnesota, and I think back 150 years to the, the mid-1800s when people were first immigrating to the area of, of central Minnesota, just what it was like to be a person living there at that time. There was danger everywhere. Each day, somebody would come across dozens of things that could potentially kill them. There wasn't urgent care. There wasn't a Walgreens on every corner. There wasn't Tylenol. There wasn't ibuprofen. All these things that we take for granted today 
literally they had to be aware of and watch out for things that could cause them pain and kill them. And our brain still has that capability today. And it's one of the things that we'll talk about how we have to overcome it so that we can find freedom in these areas of habitual sin. And then the final strength of the lower brain is it's designed to seek pleasure. It's designed to seek good food. It's designed to seek fun relationships. It's designed to seek out fun activities. Now, the thing is, we have to learn to control that. We have to learn to develop virtues in our lives that allow us to direct and put boundaries around that, because otherwise we'll just want to seek pleasure all the time. And if we live a life simply seeking pleasure, that's called hedonism, okay? It's it's not a productive life. It's not a life that gets us where we want to go. And so we have to be very careful there. So now again, this is not to say that the brain is bad. These are all qualities and strengths of our lower brain that have helped us to survive and thrive as human population over the centuries and millennia. But part of the problem we have when it comes to a habit that we've created, like looking at pornography, maybe engaging in masturbation or other sexual sins, that the way our brain is designed actually can hinder our ability to just simply break free of that. So let's take a look at that. One of the ways that we can break out of the lower brain's habits is by learning to engage what I call our higher brain. The higher brain is primarily our prefrontal cortex. That's the part of the brain that sits right behind your forehead. Okay. The higher brain starts developing in boys around age 11 or 12 and fully matures around age 25. The higher brain is good at three things as well. It's good at setting goals, at deciding, hey, this is where I want to be. This is what I want to do. The second thing the higher brain is good at is it's good at evaluating the consequences of our actions. If I do this, will it help me reach the goal that I have? And then the third thing that the higher brain is good at is it's good at overriding the lower brain and creating new habits, which is important for us on this journey to freedom. And so what I want to do is I want to look at this first quality of setting goals and beginning to activate our higher brain so that we can get out of the autopilot mode that the lower brain wants to get into. And so we have to consciously begin to work on creating new habits. And so what I want to encourage you to do is I want to encourage you to begin to set some goals, simple things not related necessarily to working to overcome pornography, because we want to build a skill with the higher brain, and that will then carry over into this area of eliminating sexual sin and, and those types of habits. And so think in terms of a goal maybe for the next week. If you don't pray every day, set a goal. Let's pray five to 10 minutes a day, okay? Maybe every day you want to get in the habit for the next month you want to write down each evening or each morning five things you're thankful for. You want to create a habit that can carry over and build up a muscle that we're activating that higher brain. Maybe it's getting out and going for a walk for 15 minutes a day. Maybe it's putting away the TV or the smartphone for 15 minutes a day and engaging with your family or your friends and being very intentional. 
These are all examples of things that we can do to activate our higher brain, to get it in the habit of turning off the autopilot so that we can begin to have freedom and make choices. The second thing I want to encourage you to do is begin to plan your days and your activities in advance. Again, we our brain wants to go on autopilot. Okay, think of the last time you got out of your morning routine, you know, showering, shaving, brushing your teeth, all of that. If if that routine gets interrupted, you have to put way more energy into thinking and planning what you're going to do than than you want. And it's easy for us to get irritated. Well, our brain doesn't want to create new patterns, new habits. And so what we want to do is begin to plan our day in advance and say, okay, I'm going to wake up at X time. I'm going to maybe do my homework for X amount of time beforehand. I'm going to go to classes and then maybe I'll work out. If I am going to play video games or do something like that, maybe I say I'm going to limit it to 20 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour, and I'm going to set an alarm for each of these events. Maybe I put that into my calendar for the day that I begin to plan these out and I then follow through and I build a little muscle a little bit at a time. So maybe plan one key thing the first day. And then on day two or day three, after you've done that successfully, add a second part of your plan that you're going to follow through on. Not that we want to make it super complex, but we do want the ability to think in advance and to follow through on it so that we are creating new habits and building that skill. And then finally, another tip for activating your higher brain and getting out of the autopilot is to find an ally or an accountability partner on this journey and set some times to check in with each other, daily, weekly, so that part of what happens is when you're tempted to look at pornography or engage in sin, What'll happen is your brain will stop and say, wait a minute, I'm going to have to talk to my accountability partner at some point, and what do I want to be able to tell them? Again, the higher brain is good at setting goals, evaluating the consequences of actions, and creating new habits. And so that element of having that accountability partner that you're going to have to report to and have that conversation with can help you to activate your higher brain and make the choice that you want. Ultimately, your higher brain is a muscle. (laughs) And like all muscles, you need to exercise it if you want to achieve peak performance. And so as we do these pieces here, as we set our goals, okay, a weekly, a monthly goal, as we begin to plan our days and our activities, And as we find an accountability partner, an ally on this journey that we check in with daily or multiple times a week, these are all things that will activate our higher brain so that we can begin to find freedom on this journey. Guys, I'm excited to be here with you. You got this. If you want to learn more about us, check out our website, freedomtolove.org. We look forward to talking to you in our next episode. God bless. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Freedom to Love podcast. If you enjoyed our podcast, please rate us on iTunes and share us with a friend. Until next time, remember what St. Paul wrote in his letter to the Galatians. Brothers, you were called for freedom. God bless.